Hello, and welcome to Loving Me Myself in Life with me, Joni Misiak. Today, I want to talk about something that has really changed my life and not in a good way. Or I guess the knowledge I've come across has helped my life in a huge way. But the culprit? Sugar. Now, I know I've talked about sugar before in the past, but since I've last done my episode, I have learned so much more. I have learned that it's in like everything. So once I got diagnosed with the overgrowth of yeast, aka candida in my gut, I worked with my naturopath and the the biggest one is to, you know, eliminate sugar and that's even starchy vegetables and things like that. So I started reading packages of most things, but I didn't do all things. And then over the summer, you know, I, ha- I had like a roller coaster of things and now I'm back on track, but I did a detox and things like that. Anyways, long story short, I'm even more dedicated to healing my gut now and being like super strict about what's going in my body uh, within reason, I guess that there's moments. Okay. I'm a human anyways, but you know, I'm being, I'm re- reading everything. And I discovered this time around that fish sauce, the fish sauce we have in our house, sugar in it. Now, beforehand, I learned that gluten-free bread, because it's staying away from gluten because it's an inflammatory food. Same with cheese and things like that. There's a lot of foods, you know, that are, you know, got to stay away from to heal your, uh, the I personally need to stay away from to heal my gut. Anyway, so getting back to sugar, so gluten-free items. And I actually believe my husband bought gluten-free soy sauce so I could use it, which I now found out that soy sauce is even off the table. So I found other alternatives that are completely sugar-free. But when he got the gluten-free one, that also has sugar in it. And the one, like the soy, just straight up soy sauce has no sugar in it. So being careful with, you know, gluten-free stuff or, you know, just different things that are changing, you know, you think it's healthier, but sometimes it's not. Anyways, so I'm discovering that almost everything processed, at least here in North America, I'm in Canada, uh, it has sugar in it. I knew for a long time that bread has it in. For some reason, here in North America, we decided to put sugar in everything, including bread. Now, why is this a bad thing? Well, for me, it just keeps feeding the candida in my gut. The other thing is, is that sugar is addictive. And I didn't realize how much until I, now I'm going to be honest here, the candida does play uh, a role in my cravings uh, because the candida is like, I imagine like little Pac-Man in my body going, feed me, feed me. Um, And when I have cravings of sugar, or at least at the beginning when I was detoxing off off of things again and and, um, getting rid of the candida, I can have those cravings. So I'm reminded that it's not my body that's craving it. It's a candida. However, sugar itself is super addictive. So you might be eating sugar and not even realizing it. Because it's in so many things. Like I couldn't believe it. It's mind boggling how much stuff has sugar in it. And I'm sharing this with you today. Because sugar has affected my life. Now, it's not the only reason, 
Um, Because candida can like become overgrowth in the gut for multiple reasons. It can be, you know, stress and not sleeping well. And I've had all those things happen in my life. I'm not sure when the candida overgrowth really um, started. It could have been years. Uh, I've had a, a hard time losing weight, even though I've been eating healthy and exercising, doing all the things that, you know, sound right on paper. So it could have been years and years since my gut has been healthy. However, sugar is also a big component. And even if you are eating healthy and then you have stress and not sleeping well, the sugar, like if like I'm not, I'm not saying everybody gets candida. I'm just sharing this information today because now that I'm aware of what's going on with my body and I'm aware of what happens when I eat sugar. And I've been so mindful about what's going in that I am just blown away by how much sugar I'm surrounded by on a daily basis. So I've actually had to make most of my food now. And yes, if you're seeing, like, if that sounds like a stressful task, maybe you're like, where do I, where would I find time? Yeah, it can be a stressful task. However, I've had to just change my mindset and I've created, you know, part of my me day is making food for me. We've always had meal preps and things like that going on on weekends and we'd make muffins and stuff like that and cookies for the kids' lunches and just bars and things like that for their lunches. But now I add like a huge list of things to make for myself. And so I've had to rework my schedule. So it can be tricky, but just if you're feeling anywhere tired or you're wondering why you're having sugar cravings, it's might be that you're eating things that you don't even know have sugar in it. And we've actually found that they'll have sugar on in the ingredient list, but not label it on the nutrient facts part. Now, there's some, I'm not getting into this because this goes into the deep dark world of crazy food labeling and stuff. The thing is, though, they don't actually have to put it on there if there's a small amount. I can't remember what that amount is right now. But for me, it's like it's on that label. It's in there. So it doesn't matter how many grams or how few grams it is for me. It's there. So the food world is, yeah, we're not, yeah, I'm not even going to go there because that could be a whole different conversation and spark up a whole awesome skew of craziness uh, personally. But for me, I'm just coming here today to share what I've learned and hopefully help because sugar is very addictive and I believe that's why it's in everything so we want more so if you're finding that you'd like to have less sugar read those labels and then for me I can't even have natural sugars like honey and maple syrup or dates or higher like bananas I used to put banana in my smoothies I'm none of those things are touchable for me right now until I heal and come on the other side of this. But if you want sugar and I'd lean, if you want sugar, I'd lean towards the healthier alternatives within reason. I've learned so much that it's all about moderation and, uh, and things like that. So 
you know, be gentle to yourself if you haven't been reading labels or, you know, maybe you have, but anyways, sugar is surrounding us in all areas. I just want to add um, two other S's. So I talked about sugar and, oh, I don't even want to, like, there's also a million names. Okay. Not a million. I think over 50 ways of saying sugar as well. And maybe one of these days I'll write a blog about it because I'm not pronouncing all the sugars out there. Um, anyway, so what I've actually leaned on to when I really need some sugar is stevia. And there's a couple other like monk fruit and things like that, that are natural sugars coming from a plant base um, that don't spike your blood sugar and things like that. So anyways, those are some alternatives. And if you are trying to eliminate your sugar, take it one step at a time. Don't go cold turkey, you know, start small. What I did was I remember just eliminating all refined sugars or as much as I, I was aware of, to be honest, aware of, uh, cause I was still eating gluten-free bread and didn't realize that there was sugar in there. I should have, but I didn't possibly cause I still wanted bread. Um, but I was like, it's not wheat so I can eat it anyway. So if you are looking to reduce your sugar intake, start with cutting out the refined sugars. And if you're going, like, if you have a lot of sugar in your diet, don't even cut that all out, like baby steps, little by little. Do it over a month or so. You know, cut out if you're drinking uh, pop or like if you want to call it soda, cut that, you know, take out that first. Like stop drinking your sugar first and then slowly reduce it in other ways. So refined sugar first. Then I would stick to like honey, agava, and maple syrups as natural uh, alternatives and dates and things like that. And then even try and scale that back. And if you find you have cravings, like the best thing to do is completely say goodbye to sugar for a while, honestly. And uh, and then that will help baseline your sugar again. I'm going to be honest, though. It's brutal. <laughs> uh, it can be brutal experience. But uh, when I was cutting out sugar, I remember eating a lot of bananas because then Again, the candida was saying I wanted sugar, so I was eating it, but at least it was a banana. It was a natural sugar. So yes, I was taking in a lot of sugar still, but at least it was natural and not processed. So there's a lot of people out there that feel like even that sugar isn't good, especially if you read a lot of diets and things like that. And in all honesty, I am not a, a nutritionist or a doctor or anything like that. I'm personally speaking uh, from my own experience. And I, I took like, I dabbled in a nutrition course when I became an empowerment coach, but not certi- like not certified nutritionist or anything like that. Again, just from my own personal experience. So that was how I, you know, handled my cravings. And again, I had that candida that, you know, is in the, it's kind of like that devil on your shoulder that is like talking like, just eat it, just eat it, you know, that kind of thing. Um, however, the more I don't eat sugar, even in like high sugary fruits, because I haven't had those in a long time. I have less, less sugar craving. There's definitely times where I'm like, oh, that would be delicious to eat. But the cravings slowly over time go away. Now, I want to get back to two other S's before I forget. And that is sleep and stress. So if you are coming here because you're like, yeah, I want to cut down sugar. Focus on sleep and stress as well. Because I know for me personally, when I get stressed out or used to, like I still get stressed out, 
but I would grab something sweet or like even just food. Like I'd eat some of my feelings. And I really do think that was the candida thing as well. But anyways, because I didn't have that problem before. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm getting off topic. So if you find that you're stressed out, like find ways to de-stress. Go for walks. Talk to a friend. Meditate. Yoga. Exercise has been so amazing. I definitely am having a hard time still ex- exercising regularly. i got to get my energy up still to that point. Exercising, moving my body has helped me mentally and physically. I'm just so like, it's just so amazing and it helps reduce stress. So it doesn't have to be like insane exercise either. Like, I love rebounding. So, jumping on my mini trampoline, even 10 minutes a day, it just feels so good uh, when I cho- when I can get there. And um, so, but exercising, meditation, yoga, those things that I've mentioned already, walking getting out in nature. And uh, so stress and then trying to get, you know, a full, they say adults need between seven and nine hours. I know for me personally, it's nine. Like when I get nine, I feel better. Mind you, I'm still, as I record this, I'm still dealing with some fatigue from the candida. Um, So I'm not 100% sure, but I know my sweet spot used to be nine hours. Maybe it's eight and a half now. I'm not sure, but it's finding what works for you in those hours, but making sure you get a good night's sleep. Now, obviously things happen in your life. Like I know I get woken up in the middle of the night sometimes, but it's trying to eliminate as much of those distractions as possible and doing the best you can with what you have and where you're at in life. Uh, so like, cause I have kids. So sometimes, you know, they have a nightmare. It doesn't happen very often, but it happens. And then you just got to love yourself through that process. And like, maybe you have a nap that day. But it's doing all the things you can. So having a really good solid evening routine that tells your body, okay, it's time for sleep. Maybe it's listening to a meditation or a visualization at the end of the day as you fall asleep. Or, you know, I would go to bed saying all the things I'm grateful for. Like it wouldn't be out loud. It'd just be like to myself, a gratitude prayer of all the things I'm grateful for. So different things like that. So if you are looking to, cut back on sugar or even like completely remove it because it is doable. It can be challenging, but it's totally doable. Also look at your stress levels and your sleep. Sleep is so important because if you're not getting enough sleep, then you gravitate towards food, or at least I know for me, I have, and I know other people, there's studies out there that have said like people eat more when they're tired. And I know from personal experience, that is true. I would eat more and I gravitate towards sweets, especially those two years my son didn't sleep through the night. I was eating donuts left, right, and center. I was eating all these things to um, give me energy. You know, it's that fake or that burst of energy. So definitely, definitely focus on sleep and stress. And in fact, if you're struggling or you think it's going to be too much, get those, you know, under control a little bit first. Not fully, like don't make it an excuse because let's be honest, stress is always going to be happening in our life. So it's not cutting out stress. It's reducing it the best you can, you know, ask for help when you can or when you need it. And then also figuring out techniques to help you through the stressful time. And the one thing I did forget to mention is breathing. Breathing techniques work really well for stress as well. So I hope this has helped. 
I send you so much love as you reduce your sugar. Your body will thank you. Your brain will thank you. Like there's just so many things. I'm going to be going into um, gut health at some point in an episode. And sugar just really messes up our gut. So, and it messes like our brains. It messes with so much of our bodies. So reducing sugar can really help your body, mind, and just spirit, your overall being. And you'll just feel so much better in your life just by even like halving your sugar take. However, if you find yourself on the candida um, overgrowth gut, you know, place, then it's going to go a little deeper than that to get rid of that and heal that. However, if you're just, you know, you got good gut health, you know, bring back the sugar now so you don't have to be where I'm at. And that's why I did this episode, because I really, really want you to live your best life. I want you to be energetic and, you know, going out there and seizing the day. And when we load ourselves up with sugar, it can really make things foggy and hard and groggy and just a fake energy. And that's not fun, right? Faking our way through life. I've done that. Got the t-shirt over it. No, I'm kidding. Um, I did, didn't get the t-shirt, but the rest is true. Oh, And I'd like to add this too. Sorry, (laughs) last minute thought popped in my head. Don't just think about taking things away. Incorporate new things in. So as you eliminate sugary things, include other things like eat more vegetables or um, like I love bubbly. Um, Not endorsing it, but like I love bubbly because it's just like a bubbly beverage and it just makes me feel like I'm having something with a squish, like I, I put lime in it. And then it's like, ooh, because remember, not drinking right now. So i got to find fun ways or herbal teas and things like that. So if you're removing something, don't think about it as re- like missing out on something. Replace it with something different. And now this comes into a whole mindset thing. So maybe looking at one of my episodes about mind mindset might be a good idea, but it's just, Trying not to think about what you're missing out on, but think about what you're doing good. Like focus on the good. And actually right now, because I'm working on myself and trying to feel better, I actually have on our blackboard in our kitchen, I have written on it, focus on feeling good. Because sometimes I can focus on what I'm missing out on. Like, oh, you know, I can't eat that or I can't eat this or, you know, all that. Or I'm even focusing on like not feeling good. Well, that's not helpful, right? Focusing on what we're not eating or can't eat or don't want to eat. And actually for me now, it's not focus on what I can't eat. It's focus on what I don't want to eat so I can feel better. See how different that is? It's focusing on why, like why I'm doing this. Focus on your why. I've said this so many times before. Focus on your why. And if you're looking for more energy or just a healthier lifestyle, Focus on that and like, what does that mean to you though? Like a healthier lifestyle. Like for me, I am leaning on it so hard right now, my why, uh, because I want to be able to play with my kids again and just be like right there, have that energy to really be with them again and just play and run around and feel like myself again. So it's focusing on your why, getting really clear on that. And, uh, And remember that you're not taking something away. You're adding, you're adding life to yourself. You're adding energy to your body and your life and just all goodness. And then replace that with awesome, yummy foods. Like for me, I love olives. So it's like 
you know, take away, you know, sweet things and like have an olive. I've also made breads myself. So I don't feel like I'm not having any bread things. So it's just making things from scratch as well. And then you know exactly what's going in. So I hope this has helped. I know it was loaded with things and that, but I hope that, you know, this has helped you a little bit. Be gentle and loving with yourself. This is a process. And if you've been eating a lot of sugar for a long time, you know, it's been happening and your body's been getting used to it. So just kind of slowly take it one step at a time and uh, you'll get there. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Bye for now.